This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Thursday. It's going to be 80, 72 freaking degrees right now as we do this at nice. That's pretty good, Al. That is pretty good. So, Jerry, today brings up a perfect example of the you and I and me not understanding the stock market. Okay. okay. So here's here's my question to you, and I don't expect you to have the answer, but let's talk. I haven't through. even looked at the stock market today, so I don't even know what's going on. There's nothing to do with that. Okay. So we get word that uh, Elon Musk wants to purchase Twitter. Yes. People seem to love this idea. Okay. Okay. So... Right now, I look. So he has made an offer. He he had tweeted his official offer, the paperwork and everything. Yeah, it's in forty something billion dollars. I saw it. Yeah, so it's it's not a fake offer. It's a real offer. So the stock right now for Twitter is like forty seven dollars a share. Do we buy Twitter now? Do we not buy Twitter now? I don't know. I don't know. Right. Should we should know that, though? I don't know. Would Gig Guy Adami on the line? I have no idea. Like, would today be a day where I go, hmm, I should buy Twitter because it's probably going to go up? If he's... But if I'm thinking that, why wouldn't everybody buy Twitter today? They might be. But then shouldn't it be going up, the price? Well, I don't know. I, I guess you'd be buying on the idea that the bid is going to be accepted? Yes. I don't know. I really, I, Al, and if I, it's not accepted, then they say that the stock will crash. But it's up a dollar ninety seven today. Okay, but that, I feel like I should be up ten dollars today. I, I don't know. Right? How does this work? How and do we still make, not know and the to stock make market? Money, you're going to have to buy a lot. Right. Exactly. You know, so for you to put out on a very limited because the money for you to make, if you bought ten shares, you're putting out five hundred bucks. Right. Like, you needed to make money, and, right. I, and I would hope you would buy thousands of shares. Right. You would need to buy, like, $10,000 worth of shares Yeah, at a minimum to, to – to, And then if you – to make – to try and make 10, if it goes up a buck. Like, it's gone up a dollar fifty today, so if you bought 10,000 shares, you've done well. You've made some money today, but not a fortune. Right. I don't know. It's I, like I, I, when I uh, – when Robinhood started getting popular – Yes. I had uh, I was like oh, I'm gonna open a Robinhood account. I'm gonna put some money in there, just to play around with. And I'm buying like four shares here for for what? What am I doing? You're not making. Why is anything. it even in? Like, why is my money even tied up there? Right. Take it out and put it all into Twitter. Right. Pick one thing. That's what I should do. Yeah. Well, they also say you should never have all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. That's right. I mean, yeah. Right. My my your retirement eggs shouldn't all be in one thing. Correct. But. I'm like, I have four shares of Levi's. I have <laughs> three shares of uh, Barstool. Is that what am I? What? For what? Uh, you can what? buy shares of Barstool? No, you know, like their betting thing, Pen uh, Gaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Pen Gaming, you buy. I had no which idea. They, own, they own them. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, dumb things like that. And I'm like, shouldn't I? He's like, don't you roll the dice with take more money and put it into one thing? You could. You definitely could. Yeah. Let's put it in Bitcoin. That is well, really, I have that. In, that's really stagnant. It just, huh? just it's just stale. flat. It just seems flat. Right. Maybe that's why I originally got the Robinhood to buy Bitcoin. Maybe Could that's be. what I did, and then I was like, "Sounds oh, right," me. because I tried the. I couldn't get the account created. I had yeah. A, remember, I was having that yes. issue. You were having my some issues. My bank was blocking it. It was very strange. Yeah, your bl- your bank, Jerry, the your big government bank didn't want you buying Bitcoin. I suppose. Remember when that was supposed to go to a hundred thousand dollars a share by the end of last year? A hundred thousand dollars a share? That's what it was. That was the rumor. Oh, that's right. Yes, because it's a forty-five thousand or forty-six thousand yeah. right now. Yes, and it got to what seventy? It got to 60. seventy. It got to seventy-five is the high I and saw. And you it. bought it at what two thousand? No, I bought. 
I bought it when it was at fifteen thousand a share, but I only bought the first time around two thousand dollars worth. Got it. I got it. Got it. Got yeah, because okay. you could buy shares of shares. Yes, you, know, you don't. Well, have to when have... a share is forty five thousand yes. dollars, not many people are going to buy multiple shares. Right. So you buy fractions, and you win percentages. Yeah. Essentially, remember I, I had that stupid Dogecoin. Yes. And that very similar in that a lot of people were saying it was going to go to one dollar. Yes. And that one night it got to seventy something cents. Seventy five as well. So then woke up the next day and it was thirty. There and was now a, it's fifteen. Yeah, there was at one point when the on the same day around the same time, the Dogecoin was at seventy five cents and Bitcoin was at seventy five thousand dollars. Isn't that something? And then it all went I know. How many shares that I have? The Dogecoin? Oh my god. A lot. Yeah. Oh, because it was only pennies, right? <laughs> yeah. I bought it at, I want to say I bought it at nine cents. Yeah. I bought it at two cents originally. I'm, you know, it might even have been less than nine cents. I bought it cheap. Yeah. To where I'm still making money now at 15 cents, but it's like, no, no, I'm going to wait. Everything I read says, it's, it, give it time. I'm like, okay, where am I going? Right. That's fine. Maybe one day I wake up and my, you know, 40,000 shares of it are worth, who knows? $40,000. Maybe. And I might even have more shares, and I'm not even sure. I got a lot. Right, because you kept buying them when uh, yes. when they would get cheaper. Yeah. For cheaper. I don't know. Then the other thing I was noticing, Jerry, you know, we talk a lot about uh, baseball and the age of baseball and older people baseball, and it's an old man's sport and all this sort of thing. I've really taken notice how, like looking at my Twitter feed, the most baseball highlights that I see come from Barstool. Oh, is that true? Like they are really into either pushing baseball or they actually love baseball or they're doing it in in uh, combination with their betting business. Could be. Which it Are must be. Are they in be. bed with MLB in some way? No. They're not. But they have that uh, pen gaming. No, I get that. So I was wondering if that's... Could they, be because... Like on a, on a night... Like on, what else are you betting on last night? Right. Nothing. They had two basketball games? Hockey, I guess. So tough, that must tough be sport it. to bet. Though. Yeah, I don't see them pushing hockey. And people will tell you baseball's hard to bet. I don't find it to be. To me, betting baseball is as, in some ways, better than betting football. I, I feel like I have no friggin' idea what's going to happen in any football game in the NFL. I really do feel like there's a lot of days you can, the pitching matchups tell you a lot, the weather, you know, different things if you're smart about it. Not that you're ever going to come out ahead because you're not. But I actually feel like I have a better chance to win baseball betting than I do football. That's me. Yeah, and maybe, I would so maybe you're right. Maybe you hit on it. Yes, that has to be it then. Possible. Because otherwise, why would they be that interested in baseball? Don't know. I, I don't know. But I know like some of their guys are really into baseball. So like Kevin, KFC. Yeah. He He's loves Met, Met fan, right? Huge Met fan. Loves the Mets. I right. think. Uh, um, hold on, I got to sneeze, Jerry. God bless you. I think Big Cat is a uh, Cubs fan. I think Portnoy's probably a Red Sox fan. So I do think they they are themselves baseball yeah, fans. Yeah, sure, sure. But I always wonder that, like, people will bring that up to me about uh, when I go, well, you know, when somebody wants to call in about hockey, I go, oh, we don't talk about hockey. Why don't you talk about hockey? I go, well, we got to talk about the things the majority of our audience watches and sees. And, and they'll say, well, if you guys talked more hockey, people would watch it more. I always go, no, it doesn't work that way. But see, I do believe that there is some semblance of truth to that. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking like the other way on radio, we've often said, if you had a catchy song, like I could find the song on a police album from the eighties. That was not a radio hit that if I pound on the radio, it'd be because it's catchy. It's a voice, you know, correct. So maybe there is something to that. I think there is. I mean, cause we talk so much time. We spend so much time talking about baseball, which I love it, fine by me. And yet, the ratings are right, terrible. The same argument that I would use against hockey right. can be used against me in baseball. Hundred percent. The ratings are awful. And you look last night. I know it was thirty thousand. It didn't look like there were thirty thousand people at Yankee Stadium last night, as we discussed on the warm show, which is coming up in a couple minutes. And you look around MLB stadiums. It's April. I get it, but some of these stadiums are empty. And we talk about baseball like. I don't know. We make fun of it. I don't. But on one hand, we make fun of it. Old man game, blah, 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 blah. No one plays it. All that. That's not true because there's a million kids that still play it. Um, like, look at that. Look at the replay. Look at the upper deck. There's no one there. Yeah. 
and yet we won't talk about, and I'm not saying the Devils, but we don't talk about the Rangers, whose fan base is as rabid as rabid gets. I don't know what you got today, but it's not like people are knocking down your door to call and talk about the Yankees and Mets every no. morning. So I, I really do think there is some, and that that's my argument with the Nets too. If you're going to keep pounding and telling the audience no one cares about the Nets, well, you know what? <laughs> guess what? If you are a Net fan like myself, guess what I don't want to listen to, Why? I, which is why I turned Sal off the other night. Well, it's weird, too, because like you're saying, like, oh, uh, if you when the callers tell me, well, if you talked more hockey, then people would watch it more. In some ways, that is somewhat happening for me, interest-wise, with the Nets. Mm-hmm. Right, so we used to make fun of just Evan talking Nets, Nets, sure. Nets. But then when they got, you know, you get a star player, you get two star players, you get three star players, then it, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. It is. So maybe that's what hockey needs for to to be more interesting to people. But I also think then, too, do we talk more baseball even though the ratings are bad? Because baseball is a sport that if you watch the highlights, read the box score, and read an article, you really know. You could almost see it happening, and it's not as must-watch in order to still follow along. Yes and no. You can follow along. Absolutely. But I, I could not disagree with that premise more if you're a talk show host. Because if you are only watching an 11-minute package on MLB Network... You miss so much. You miss you miss pitching change decisions. Why a lefty is brought in in a certain spot? You might miss a bad bunt attempt. You might miss they screw up the shift and that, like a lot of things. It's amazing to me how much is not covered. Like there are certain there was a but I forget what it was. We talked the other day about. Remember I asked you about what was in the in a highlight package and what wasn't. I said I was surprised they didn't put it in. Or you might have even said you were surprised something yeah, wasn't no, in it. I remember what it was when Pete Alonso got hit in the face. Yes, it wasn't in the game. Summary highlight package. How is that not the first thing they show you? So that's a that's a prime example. But I even mean as bad as that is, and that might be the worst. I don't know how that's not in there. There are sometimes just plays and decisions that are made that just don't get covered. And you're going to have guys that call up. And I've always said this. This is why I've never wanted to do this on an everyday basis. I don't have the time to invest three hours in every game as much as I like it. And if the audience knows that, you're dead. I mean, you just you can't do it. I don't think you can do the job. Now, mornings are different. You can get away with doing whatever you want because it's fun, it's light, it's different. I can't. You can't go do an afternoon drive show, or I, I don't think you can. Anyway. Right, like Tiki and Brandon can't do a midday show without having watched those games. Yeah, I don't think so. Remember when Boomer was um, Boomer was complimenting Brandon on the argument he had with the guy on the phone. Yeah, like that's a guy that's watching everything. And he doesn't care who calls in to challenge him. He knows that he saw every pitch last night. So bring it on. What do you got? Because I didn't miss something coming back from a break. I didn't miss the top of the fourth inning. You know, and the highlight package doesn't give you that. Well, even today on the warm-up show, I said to you, uh, I go, oh, Jerry, I go, um, because I read read the article Mm -hmm. and I didn't see it. Okay. I said, oh, Jerry, uh, uh, Justin Verlander getting into it with the umpire uh, about... uh, I mean, Max Scherzer. Yeah, what did I say? Justin Verlander. Yeah. I still get those guys confused. (laughs) I said, yeah, Max Scherzer getting into it. You go, no, he didn't. He he didn't really get into it with the ump. No. You said, I go, oh, I saw a whole article about it. Now, it wasn't in the highlight package. Right, right, right. It was just an article. But it was an article devoted to it. Which it was nothing. Nothing at all. So I mean, how many calls we got on it? Zero. Nothing, because there was there was there was nothing to it. It was a complete zero. Yeah, that's someone just looking to fill the newspaper page, right? But, you know, but you know, it, it's hosting is a and and the audience and the the subject matter is a fascinating research topic. Yes, because I don't know that there are real answers there, and except for what I will always come back to, you gotta like what you you gotta like who you're listening to. Because even when I think going back, and I've said this to you before, when I always think too, like why, why not a guest? Why not this? Why not that? Why don't we talk about this? And you know, sometimes you'll say, "Well, I have data. I can show you the ratings." Okay, fine. But then we'll also sit there and say, 
these ratings make no sense. Right. Well, how do they make no sense for one thing, but <laughs> yes. to support your argument, they do. Right. And then I'll I'll always go back to Mike and Chris. I was never a Giant fan. I was never a Jet fan. I was never this, never that. But I turn them on and listen to them every goddamn day. I like them. You know? It's One guy said to me at Cornhole the other night how um, he said, I got to tell you, he goes, I, I didn't care for the new show for a couple of years. He goes, I missed Craig. But now I got him in the afternoon, so, you know, I'm, I get my Craig fix is what he said. He goes, but you guys as a group have really grown on me. He goes, I'm back. I'm like, well, where'd you go? <laughs> right. Like, you know, he's like, I don't know. It just, it didn't, I didn't like the sound. He goes, the, and he said the five years, he goes, you've really grown on me. And he pointed out how quick Eddie is with everything. And he's a guy who watches now in the morning. And I really do think that's a lot of it. If you, if you don't like who you're listening to, you're not going to listen. Right. Like if I listen to a D-bag, talk about the Cowboys, I'm probably not going to listen to him. Doesn't work for me. Right, because he's still a D-bag. Yes, exactly. And you could get your Cowboys information from many places now. Which is, that's another great point. Everything's at our fingertips, so you really got to like the personalities you're listening to. Right. Very interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. Also interesting, Jerry, here's a story that has nothing to do with anything you discussed, but I did see this headline, and I did think this was something that we needed to talk about. Man gets four-pound dumbbell Uh stuck up his butt. Oh, how? Needs emergency surgery. Uh, I'll show you, Jerry. That's the, on the right-hand side, there is the the four-pound slim dumbbell, and to the left is an x-ray of it in his butt. Is he doing with that? Good question, Jerry. It's a Brazilian man. He shoved a... uh, uh, good question. I don't know if he knew jiu-jitsu. He's Brazilian. I assume everyone in Brazil knows jiu-jitsu. It's called Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He had to go undergo emergency surgery, put the uh, dumbbell in his butt. For pleasure? An attempt at self-gratification. Okay, so he was using it as a dildo. Uh, yeah, and this comes from a uh, uh, the International Journal of Surgery Case Report. I want to throw up right now. The man, but by the the man was 54. Ugh. Like, get it together. Well, I mean, you're almost 54. I could see you trying that. <laughs> a 4.4-pound metal weight? It was in his butt for two days. Oh, my God. How do you walk around with that thing in your ass? He had cramping, abdominal oh pain, God. nausea, vomiting. And you think he thought he could pass it? I don't know. if it. I don't know if it went further than he thought. God, oh. It's a, it was an eight-inch long dumbbell. I'm uncomfortable right now. Yeah. And uh, the patient was, quote, unquote, uncooperative during the procedure. Hey, very little ornery. He had a dumbbell up his ass. Yeah. They had to uh, be careful that it didn't cause a perforation or severe injury. Oh, my God. That is horrendous. Surgeons say they had, quote, a difficult time removing it from his butt. They initially attempted to grab it with tweezers. Tweezers? But they couldn't grasp it. With uh, with nothing else they could do, the surgical team off- opted for manual extraction, which involved the surgeon reaching in with their forearm. Oh, God, dude. Come on. And taking it out. Oh. He had to stay in the hospital for three days, Jerry. Three but days? He, he's better now. I would think three months. The case study, Jerry, of which this is a case study for other doctors to learn in the future, says that retained rectal objects generally affect males between the ages of 20 and 40. So this 54-year-old, bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. I'm queasy. As you should be. This was meant to make you queasy. But I do have, you see here, Jerry, this is photographic evidence and an x-ray. I see it. Yes, I see the x-ray. Now, would you go back to using that as a weight? (laughs) That's what you think of immediately. Yeah. No, I'd buy a new one. Do you think? My guess is he didn't buy it to actually work out. But normally these, you buy these in pairs. So where's the other one? Down his throat. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's I don't a weird. Know. Uh, that's a strange one. It's a strange one. Yeah. I, I, Tickle yeah. the ass with a feather. What's that? I said particularly nasty weather. <laughs> Did you ever hear that joke? No. That was to be like uh, like like English comedy in the seventies. They oh, tickle your ass with a feather. What'd you say to me? Particularly nasty weather. <laughs> that sounds like something you would see on the BBC or on Channel yeah. Thirteen. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's probably where I saw it. it you ever probably... watch Bean? You ever watch that show? Yes. Yeah, me too. Back in the day, my, I, was, I used to watch it so much. My mother bought me the VHS. Really? Tapes. Yes. I had. I a just gr- thought it was so stupid. My the girl I dated for the entire year of nineteen ninety seven. Cheryl was her name. She loved Mr. Bean. But he didn't talk. No, I know. I don't know why I liked it. I did. Yeah. There were certain but you things... were a kid. I was. I, well, no, 97. I was engaged already. Oh, you were, and you yeah. loved Mr. Bean. I got engaged July of 97. That is true. July or August. July for something like He's that. He's done full movies like that. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Too long of, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the sitcom's fine. It was funny. It was quick. But I used to watch certainly Old Man TV. That and Matlock. <laughs> I used to watch when I was in high school. Think about that. What was Matlock's present uh, um, premise? He was a defense attorney in a, like a small in southern Ju- town, Savannah, Georgia. Defense attorney. Okay. Yeah, and he would always end up with a guy who didn't do it and was set up. Oh, okay, so I was going to say he's so he was a do-gooder type. He would try to help people that were wrong. Yeah, and again, I was young. I was in high. I was in high school. I was blown away the day that I realized Matlock was Andy Griffith. <laughs> like, I knew it was. I never put two and two together, though. You know, that he was. That was the same guy. The kid. Yeah. I had no idea. And then I started watching the Andy Griffith show because I liked him. Was Andy Griffith the kid back then? No. Oh, he, he was, was the father. He was the police. The oh, he police was the officer. police. Okay. And then to find out Ron Howard was the kid. Opie. Like, what the hell? Yeah, pretty wild, actually. And then, you know, uh, Mr. Furley was in the Andy Griffith show as his uh, trusty assistant. Yes. So, yeah, pretty wild. Interesting how that all kind of tied itself together. I loved Mr. Furley on Three's Company. Who didn't? That was the best. And Mr. Roper. They were both. The Ropers were good. They were both good. I didn't like the spinoff. Yeah, no, it didn't work. But no, they were. Mr. Roper was good. And then Mr. Furley was awesome. Don Knotts. Yeah. Who I remember seeing his home in Beverly Hills when we were there. We went on one of those tours when I was a kid. Oh, you did? And we passed by. They showed us Don Knotts' Ladies home. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, John Knotts lives here. Yeah, we did pass that house. That is true. I don't know if I ever did one of those uh, house tours. I would have loved to when I was a kid, but yeah. I don't think we did. Yeah. I don't. We, we, went, to, we went to L.A. Um, four, five, six, whatever it was, five years ago. I forget now. We didn't do that. Instead, we just kind of roamed around ourselves. And the kids, didn't, they did not care. Yeah. So it was like, we're just, we're in California. Enjoy the weather. Go see the Hollywood sign and let's go to a Dodger game. That was pretty much it. I remember I went to Burbank, California. It was probably 1982. And uh, I was so excited to see the Johnny Carson set. Oh, sure. And shocked at how small, small it was. That was the first time I saw like things on TV being so much smaller. Yeah. And it appears like just amazing. Well, people say that when they come here. Yes. They're like, this is it? Yeah. Like, yeah, this this is the <laughs> studio, and that's the control room. This is it. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, and yet it appears much larger on television. Yeah. That is true. That is true, Jerry. No one else appears much larger? The warm-up show. Ooh, tomorrow, Jerry, is Friday. So you better come in here fired up, because that's how I'm coming in. Sounds good to me. Fired up, ready to go, feeling good. Enjoy your summer Thursday. Going to be eighty something today. All right, I think I thought I might, we might get uh, thunderstorms. Details. <laughs> what do you want? Everything? I can't have it all. <laughs> all right, Jerry. So, what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. Good morning, Camp. 
and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, say we do this. It is 5.02 on the fan on a Thursday as we are moving through the week. Another win for the Metsies, the Eddie Scazzeri. What is up and across to my left? His name is Al Max Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. The the Mets are just too good. Eh, We're little, so good, no, the Mets. No, 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 Yes, no. we are. No, 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 no. If you were watching that game, that game got I a little dicey. A little bit. We had a nice, good, big, cushy Not lead. Not great. Yeah, well, a the, nice, cushy it, lead, It almost Jay. disappeared. But it didn't. Yeah. Thanks to Pete Alonzo, five RBIs. All right, yeah, well, he got, got in the lead. The bullpen almost gave it back. He's got to lead the league in RBIs. I I'm didn't worried check. about the bullpen. I didn't check, Jerry. He's leading the leagues in a league in RBIs. What? Has to. He had five yesterday. No, he. Well, so Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Just Google it. I'm talking about the NL, Jerry. The real league. You just said he's leading the league. You want to talk about just the, the national, national league? league. All right. Yeah. So I will give, give you me the that RBI one. leaders. Yes. So where far. is he? In Top all of, of Major chain. League Baseball, he is second. Nice. Who's first? Jose Ramirez of never the heard of him. The Guardians. Excuse me. The Guardians. I don't even know. That's not even a team. You never Jerry? heard of Jose Ramirez? Jose Ramirez. Please don't say that. Please. Okay. Please. How about this? I never heard of the Guardians. Where do they play? You could say that. You know what? I will accept that. That you'll accept. Yes. But I cannot accept that you never heard of Jose Ramirez. Can we just call them Cleveland? We can call them Cleveland. I like that. I, I like, like the Cleveland baseball team. Right. From that now would be on, fine. any time. Here's what we do. From now on, when a team name no longer is politically correct, we just turn that team into the baseball club, baseball club, I'm with football you. club, hockey club. Now, if I would have then told we'll you Oscar Mercado is right behind Alonzo with nine RBIs Oscar? and you said you didn't know who he was, that makes sense. You'd be all right with that. Jose Ramirez is not acceptable. So uh, Pete Alonzo is how far behind? Four. He's four RBIs behind? Yeah, he's got 10 RBIs. Well, these guys probably played more games or something. Uh, actually, he played one less, Jose Ramirez. Oh. Yeah, so no. And Mercado, oh, he played six, yep. Nolan Arenado has nine. He only played in four games. Well, let's get uh, some scouting reports on these so guys. So RBIs per game, he's actually uh, way down the list. When I get my Topps <laughs> baseball card set from this year uh, and I get the RBI leaders card, I want Pete Alonzo's face representing the National League. Let's see if that actually happens. get that happening, Jerry? Boy, and this you. is a guy. Oh, how about this, though, Jerry? Did any of these other guys that you mentioned get hit in the face already this year? Uh, not that I'm aware of, right. but uh, like you, I don't know how many Cleveland games you've watched. I've watched none. I feel like I would have seen if a Cleveland player Maybe. got drilled in the face. That would have also made sure that you actually watched ESPN yeah. or MLB Network at some point. Right. Well, I don't get those. Don't, I don't, don't get right. those right now, but I do exactly. get the MLB stuff. Right. So I but do you're not see watching. MLB. I watch. No, you're not. I'll watching. tell you this. I watch on Twitter if a, if a headline says uh, this dude get hit in the face with a For fastball. Sure. I'm like, mm, let me check this out. Saya Suzuki. Has nine RBIs, one behind Alonso. Wow. He's on the Cubs. He's got to get going. I don't know who that What's is. Vlad Guerrero got? He's got eight. Eight. And four he of them last a- night. <laughs> wow. He only hit three solo home runs? Uh, how about this? This is interesting with Vlad Guerrero. So he's got eight RBIs, four home runs. Three of them came last night. And other than that, hasn't done a whole, well, nah, I shouldn't say that. He's he got nine hits. Jerry hasn't done squat this year. <laughs> Till he had a till he got to face Gary Cole, Gary Cole. <laughs> the Yankee ace, and he just went downtown. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Boy, he smacked Garrett Cole around. And by the way, yeah. all three of Vlad Guerrero's home runs yesterday, right down the middle. Well, just but that's smokers right down the middle. In a lot of times, I remember Daryl Strawberry used to say this. He would say he was one of the best bad pitch hitters ever. Meaning if you make or mistake hitters, if you make a mistake down the middle, he's going to clobber it. Yeah. And that is pretty much what he did. So and yeah. by the way, the first one, Aaron Hicks gave him a home run because Aaron Hicks had that ball in his glove in the field to play and then dropped it Tough, over. Though. I know. Dropped I know. it over the wall. Understood. The second one though, the two run homer. Yeah, blast. Yeah. And then the third one, blast. And he was on deck. Oh, is that right? In the last inning. Never know. Could have had a fourth home run. And then he he snagged uh, the line drive to end the game. He's a hell. This team, you can say what you want about the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Rays. This team is. Yeah, I like the Blue Jays. Yeah, they are. They're pretty good. They're pretty. And this is your type of team too. Yes. Bo Bichette. Right. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Got chubby guys on the team. You got. Cavan or Caven Biggio? Is it it Caven? Whatever. Biggio. I mean, think of those names. Yes. Classic Bichette, for me. Biggio, and Guerrero. I'm making a Blue Jays hat. 
You know how, like, in the NFL season, I I come up with different teams that I yeah. root for? I might get a Blue Jays I could Jays see hat. you in a Blue Jays hat. Yeah. And you're a Met. Well. I'm a Met fan. No, Thank you, Jerry. No, you're not. You're a Met follower. You're not a fan. Well. You're interested in the Mets. Yes. So it's okay if you want to wear a Blue Jays hat. I could hat. have an American League team. Yeah. I don't see why not. Absolutely. Do the Mets play in Toronto this year? You want to go? I hope they do. Well, I don't think uh, I don't think they're allowing fans up there because of uh, even if COVID. you're vaccinated. That's I don't not know true. what their rules are. You're Jerry. vaccinated. I am vaccinated. We can cross the border. I'm triple vaxxed, Jerry. Could I get in there? I am too. I Let's think we go. could bring our COVID card. I'll just tell you this: yeah. give me three more shots. I'll go watch the. Uh, I'll sit right in the front row. I had someone tell me yesterday, <laughs> and I know this is a big deal. I know this is. I'm. I'm not naive. I know it's happening often. Flat out said to me, he goes, uh, we need a COVID card for something that's going on in the near near to distant future. I said, I don't know, but I always keep mine on me. He goes, yeah, because I got a photo of my fake one, so I'm good. <laughs> a photo of my fake one? I'm like, what do you, what? what? I'm like, like you don't want to get vaccinated. That's fine. I'm like, but you're walking around. He goes, yeah, it was 10 bucks. I'm like, you say it so, and he showed me a picture of it now. Looks if, just like mine. Right, but if he gets caught, by the oh way, no, they should throw him in what prison. What is wrong with people? Prison, Jerry, prison. <laughs> no, he's not going to go to jail. He says he's never used it. All right. But he has it just in case. I'm just like, you know what case. you can do? You can get the vaccine, too. Just saying. All right. But whatever. To each his own. By the way, Jerry, yesterday, Vlad Guerrero and uh, 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 Aaron Hicks, they were tied together multiple times. You had... The home run that Aaron Hicks gave to Vlad Guerrero. His that he first almost at-bat. had. Mm-hmm. It was in his glove. It hit the wall, went over the wall. Home run. Then Aaron Hicks is the one who stepped on Vlad Guerrero's hand on a play at Ooh. first base. The cut. Cut his finger. It was bleeding profusely. He had a he wore a crimson mask of blood, Jerry. Okay. It was dripping. It was on his pants. It's a little dramatic, but okay. This is not exactly Kurt Schilling in the bloody sock, but okay. They wrapped it up. Right. He then, they're like, I wonder if we'll be able to swing the bat. Oh, he's <laughs> playing. Home run. Well, he somehow managed to hit home run with his last at bat, even though his finger's bleeding. Next at bat, home run. So. Made a double in there, too. And a double. To which I believe Garrett Cole tipped his cap to him at that point. Was like, you know well, what? You got the best of me. Garrett Cole wasn't awful last night. The problem is he gives you he gives up the two home runs in the first few innings. It's like, my God, can you just give us five or six scoreless innings? This was I remember this was something I noticed, Jerry, with uh, Tanaka when he was pitching here. Get him early. Yeah, they. Well, even Gary always... and Keith were talking about that with Scherzer yesterday. If you're going to get to him, get to him early because, like Degrom, as the game goes on, they get better. And yeah, Scherzer was on the ropes in that first inning yesterday. He was having trouble with the strike zone, walking guys, three ball counts, three one, three two. He's shaking off Nito left and right, and they didn't get to him. And he wound up getting you into the sixth. Right, he inning. got he got out of it. Yep, he found he fought his way out of it. Yeah, pretty much. But Garrett Cole, no, like Tanaka used to give up a home run in the first inning all the time. Like, what is this guy doing? That was a good bet. But yes. then he'd go the next six innings and not, and give up two hits. Right. So if you were able to come back a little bit, yeah. Yankees, I thought, were coming back. They were down 3 nothing early. They tied it. Then they had a back-to-back and a belly-to-belly. Rizzo and uh, Aaron Judge, Jerry. I say pay the man his $500 million <laughs> for that home run that made it 3-2. to two. You know what the problem is with paying him? Even yeah. last night. What do you think the attendance was last night? I'm going to say uh, last night, Jerry. Yeah. 21,000 people. I was going to say about 25 oh. or so. And I only say, and I know it's April. I get it. I know. But last night was a nice night. Oh, beautiful, Jerry. And you're playing, Eddie, if this thing uh, fires up, uh, I apologize. I don't uh, sound wise. And you're playing a team that very well might win the division. Like, you would think that's a pretty good rivalry yeah, game, right? Sure is. So let's see. I could be wrong. Maybe there were more people than I thought. But, and I watched in, early in this game and then saw... The, all right, so the official attendance was 30000 hmm. To me, it didn't look like 30000 right. It's like, man, you're giving these guys all this money. Like, you need to be sold out every night. 10000 of them were eating sushi behind home plate. Maybe, maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. Because it doesn't look great. It yeah, just let's, doesn't. Let's take the sushi. Let's move the sushi thing out behind home plate. 
You, you could just, do that. Wouldn't that be so great? You're watching the game and just people milling around yes. eating sushi. Well, it's like in Miami. They have the, the bar in center field. Yeah. More people are interested in having drinks at the bar than they are watching the game, but at least there's an atmosphere and there's people. But what if we did that behind home plate? You could do that. Set up a bar right that would there. Be so for, distracting on row. TV. Yeah. Like, have our pitchers get used to it. So then when opposing pitchers come in and they're trying to pitch and there's someone eating sushi behind the catcher. The home plate bar and grill. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. And you just and you and you do things like they do at the NBA when when players are trying to take foul shots <laughs> at the pitcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, big pictures of yeah. heads. <laughs> yeah, right behind home plate, and yeah. you'd be excited to be on TV. You should be in marketing. Yes, I might pitch that to the Yankees. You should. Why not? Uh, they say uh, that Vlad Guerrero was probably going to have to get stitches for that. Would that knock him out of tonight? I don't um, know. Let's hope so. I mean, if otherwise you can bust the no, stitches. No, he's going to no. play. He'll get stitches and play because he's crushing these Yankees. I would think he would play too. We'll see. I like that cool uh, uh, sport coat that they put on when they hit a home run, the Blue Jays. It's mm-hmm. got all patches on it. That's a team that's uh, having fun. Yes, they are, Jerry. They're having fun. They are having fun. Why don't you get your hands on that coat? Oh, I'd love to wear I know that. you would. <laughs> Did you see what happened uh, yesterday in the Met game? I saw this on uh, uh, when the viral video. I saw it on Barstool. A uh, obnoxious Met fan was out in I, oh, I didn't see this center field or left field, and when the Mets had hit a home run or won the game, whatever it was, he started filming with his phone. He was going right into the faces of uh, Phillies fans. <laughs> One Philly fan grabbed the guy's phone, threw it right on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. That's funny. It's great. You better be careful when you do stupid things on the road. Even at home, if you do something to the wrong guy, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. That I keep my mouth shut when I go to these yeah, games. Yeah, I just go watch the game. Me too. I'm not into getting in your face. I please, I, I don't have time for it. The only time I would get in someone's uh, in each other's faces is uh, if I go with the seven line and there's a there's 400. Well, people. you have an army around yeah. you, and everyone's rooting for the Mets. Yeah, you feel comfortable there. Maybe I'll go to a seven-line outing this year, and I'll wear, like, the opposing team's shirt. They will not let you in your seat. <laughs> they won't even let Brandon Tierney go unless he wears the shirt. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's And Brandon wants day. to go, but he's like, I'm a, I'm the Yankee fan. I'm not putting any Met gear on. No, you have to put the – you so got to wear the shirt. I think they came to an agreement that as, if he just wears an orange shirt and blends in, they'll allow Put the allow shirt on. I think that's what they decided. You're an adult. Well, he doesn't want to. He's not a Met fan. Well, then don't go. See, this is go. the difference between a sports fan and someone like yourself, yeah. an artsy person. What's that? Like you. I am artsy. Because you're not a sports fan. You couldn't pay me enough money to put a Washington football team shirt on. For real. To, and to go to a game. Well, I guess you pay me enough money. But to just do it because, no chance. There's no chance I would do that. Yeah, I have no problem. You would because you're a fraud. Yeah. Especially like if I if I have to go to like a if I go to, if I go to like a Phillies Cardinals game put, I'm putting a Phillies you're jersey not on. Putting a Phillies I don't want to. Jer- what happened to just going to, and watching the game and dressing pe- like you are right now? I don't want people to beat me up because I want to act like I, I want to. When I go to a game, I want to root for somebody. You just said you want to go just to watch the game, like literally sixty seconds ago. I don't know what you're saying, Jerry. <laughs> you're ta- trying to talk circles around me. No, I'm not. I'm just what you're you tr- just said. You're trying to confuse me. No, I'm not. Come oh. on. You're confusing us. Oh, okay. I'm confusing you guys. I actually thought this Blue Jays series was done, but the Yankees, no, they tonight. do have another game tonight. Four-game set. Luis Severino. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't a day game. Yes. I checked that as well. I thought, did I write this down wrong? No, you didn't. And the Mets are preparing, Jerry, for their big home opener tomorrow. Yeah. Do we know who's pitching that? Um, tomorrow. So Scherzer went today. So would it be Carrasco? Wouldn't it be? Because the um, uh, McGill did uh, right. the you day before. McGill Scherzer. I think it's Carrasco. I'll check Carrasco. right now. I'm. Almost, I mean, that's you know the way weird? it should line up. Home yeah. opener versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. I feel like we should have a an NL East matchup. Yeah, um, there. It definitely loses something. Although we maybe we smack the Arizona Diamondbacks around. Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett. Yeah. So then I guess Carrasco would be on Saturday. Yeah, so Bassett against Zay, uh, Davies of Arizona. Maybe we is get that re- Zach Davies. Maybe we get revenge. Oh, yeah, Remember when the Yankees lost after nine eleven to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series? We're gonna yes. get some Luis revenge. Gonzalez, the broken bat hit off of Mariano yeah. Rivera. Yes, I remember. That all was of rude. That. It, it was also rude. went to show that uh, there's not someone above looking over New York that week. Right. Right. If ever we should have won a, 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 a the sports gods should have shined upon us. 
It was after 9-11. Especially after the way they won those three games right. at the stadium in the middle of the right. series. Went to I remember Mike went to Arizona. Who was with him? Was that Sal or was that Eddie Erickson? Who was it? Car- it was Eddie Erickson, right? They went out there for those those game clinching yeah. games that they didn't clinch. And no, it was Carlin. It was Carlin. That's who it was. Okay, not a, so it was earlier than that, right? Oh yeah, it was a long time ago. It was right. Yeah, two thousand one. Yeah, boy, Carlin had some wild road trips with. <laughs> it was just the two of them went. Uh, I think Chris might have been there too. I don't. I don't. And I feel like it was just Mike. I don't. I don't think Chris was there, but I'm not sure. But they had some spring training trips. I think Carlin lost all of his hair while working on that show. <laughs> I'm Stressful, serious. you're saying, Jerry? And then the rest of it went when he worked with Imus. Right. <laughs> He's had some tough ones. So I don't know if you noticed, someone has sent the two of us video of Carlin being fired by Imus. Like, I don't know why. Oh, have you seen, not seen no, it? No, I haven't seen it. You've been tagged on it for like the last five or six straight work days. There's some guy that just loves sending us this one video of Imus telling him, you don't work for the radio station, you work for me, and I just fired you. Get out, fatso. (laughs) That's a party, man. That's a party, man. Terrible. Get out. Really terrible. Hmm. Anyway, all right, let's take a quick break. It's 518. We're running late. Uh, We've got Boomer and Geo. It is a great, fun Thursday right here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, the one thing I'm surprised you didn't bring up, just because you you got after him yesterday, real quick before we move on from the Yankees and Blue Jays, your guy Teoscar Hernandez left again. needs an MRI today. I saw he was ticked off, too. But that's your guy who didn't go after that home run ball. Right. And now he's going to have an MRI today for his left side something. I don't know. Uh, now, he left the game, then he looked so furious. I, do, I don't know. He was slamming his helmet in the dugout. Maybe because he felt injured. And he had to leave. I don't know. And he felt like it was a stupid injury. I'm not like, sure. I, I couldn't understand. All what I he know was... is that's your guy. That like I'm going to follow Teoscar Hernandez now. I want to see a more effort. Try to get a ball <laughs> that's going over the fence. Although Aaron Hicks didn't fare much better. He actually re- reached the ball. He did. It got in the webbing of his before, glove. Though. I have. I mean, that's I just, not as bad as like you know Jose Canseco having the ball bounce off his head over the fence. And that right, that counting as a home run. Exactly. I see. Yesterday, Jerry, they caught the Brooklyn subway shooter. I was so wanting to find this guy in the streets, Jerry. I was going to jujitsu. No, you would not have. Face off. You would not have. Because I would have known. You know, sometimes you see like a, a, a criminal you photo. You would have called 911 so fast and kept your distance. Sometimes you see a criminal photo, you go, this could be anybody. You know what I mean? Like, the, but this guy very had distinctive a face. very distinctive face. And I know if I saw him on the streets. I just would have arm locked him. No, you wouldn't. Taken have. his ass down. You would have picked up your phone and called nine one one. I would have had him pinned to the ground. And you're there. watching this happen. I am. <laughs> and then I'd have uh, another good Samaritan call the cops. You don't even know Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I feel like I've seen enough. <laughs> you have not seen anything. You got to do it first. Somebody did a, a good Samaritan did call the police when he saw him Wonderful. on the street. That's great. What That's why we release hero. all these photos on social oh. media. Not a hero. He no, did he his, is a hero. No, he did what he was supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. A hero is right. ready. I have him on the way. A hero. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's me after I when I have the Brooklyn shooter p- pinned down on the ground. I got his arm behind his back. I got him in some sort of Bob Backlund You've chicken done wing. None of that. Uh, move and then I'm like, uh, call the cops. A hero runs here. into a burning building and saves a child. A hero goes after this guy, yeah, and like does what you're saying. This guy's a punk. You Jerry. call nine one one. You did what you should do as a citizen. Yeah, and you're watching this happen. I am. <laughs> yeah, I am, and I'm apprehending. That, by the way, is still one of the funniest segments we've ever had. Me uh, being took a apart hero? that phone call. No, not you being. Yeah, a you hero. guys really—that was unfair. The way you broke, you guys broke that down second by so. second. No, it was fun, and you sounding you sounded very emasculated. And I don't appreciate that being a public record either. That you not called be the news outlet. What are you okay. <laughs> okay. 
in fairness, a gentleman who was a listener, his daughter worked at the news outlet, and he called her and said, this could be a story. How did he know about it? From here, hear her, hearing it here. <laughs> right, exactly. Hearing me but bragging about it But you called News 12 first. Well, I recommended News 12 okay. reach out well, to whatever. me. Well, whatever. You still made the first phone call. Yeah. Or tweet or text or whatever. Anyway. So we got him. That punk Good. is off the He's in jail street. for the next 50 years. We got him pretty quickly, too. A couple interesting things, though, that came out of that. You know, originally they said we're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona yes. license plates. I did not know. Eddie, Eddie told me, and I guess others found this out, that all U-Haul trucks have Arizona That's license plates. That's where they're registered to? I had no idea. Neither did I. But I I think I've only rented the U-Haul once, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. There you go, Jerry. Interesting. They're all, they're all Arizona plates. Okay. How uh, about that? Yeah, how about that, Jerry? Uh, one other thing, uh, quickly, someone reminded me on Twitter, Vinny T reminding me on Twitter. Remember I was saying that I want Pete Alonzo to be RBI yes. king? And I, when I get my tops card, yeah. I want his face. And I said, really not fair right now to measure him up against the guys who have a couple more R- RBIs in him because Pete Alonzo was hit in the face. Yes. And he got back in there. He was also in that car accident. Yes. Then right. he came out unscathed. Right. But a scare. He's had a he's had quite the start to 2022. What do you think is more scary? That car accident that he got out of or a fastball to the face? I think they're equally as scary. Yeah. Because they both happen without very without warning usually and it comes in a blink. Think st- statistically what the chances are of getting into a car accident where you roll your car and getting hit in the face with a fastball. And then add the probability of not getting injured at either. Right, and still playing. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild, actually. Remember when you used to get baseball cards, and every once in a while you'd get in the your... The stale gum? Well, that was a given. But in your card pack, as one of your cards, a player's checklist. Yes, absolutely. Oh. It was, it was terrible. You felt like you got cheated. <laughs> Definitely. It was terrible. And you used to get that a lot. Yeah, because they had every player... Yeah. And they'd be, be like players one through 300. Yep. I do remember. Oh, what crap. Yep. I didn't even like getting the RBI leaders. And I, I was going to say, I also hated those cards. Like I wanted the player cards. Yeah, I wanted player cards. I didn't like the the cards that had a couple of guys standing around the batting cage, you know, chatting, and then they had the names on it. No, just yeah. give me the card. I want the card, right. Yep. I don't want home run leaders. I don't want RBI leaders. That, that's called pack fillers. Right, they were pack fillers. Mm-hmm. Rip off. Yep. I did like when they had the, the playoff and World Series card game recaps. That I thought. You like, I don't recall getting those. I might like those. Or like a Magic Moments type card. By the way, also, I'm already not interested in sports. Mo- <laughs> no, a little more specific. Okay. Jay. Mocking John Sterling this year. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm over it. I'm not. He's 83 and. I'm over it. It's, it's he's his voice is legendary. Let's enjoy him while we have him. Right. So Stanton hits a long ball that he called the home run last night. By the way, I watched the replay. Everyone thought everyone stood. He smacked the crap out of that ball. How that didn't go and by the way, it wasn't even like to the it was like to the warning track. Mm-hmm. It's so I don't understand how watching that Stanton take that swing, fully connect, the ball take off. How did that not go out of the park? I don't get everyone jumped up. <sighs> Ball's not traveling yet like it does in the summer. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. non Man. <laughs> that, by the way, when you've been to baseball games, and I didn't know John Sterling's been to a thousand uh-huh. baseball games, but when you don't go to a lot of games like me and I go to a game, a fly ball to center looks like it's out of here. Well, it's impressive when you see how far they actually hit the ball. And yes. then on TV, it looks like a random pop-up. Yes. It's like, center field is far. Yeah, it's, it's way really up. far. It's way out. Right. Like, do you remember when we did when we played the softball games there? The first time we played there. Yes. And we call it the short porch and right. I'm like, holy crap, that's far out there. Right. When you're at, like, first base and you look out yes. to right field, uh, the guy looks so tiny in the corner. Exactly, and it, yet you watch it on TV, and they make it seem like it's 90 feet behind first base. Right, when you see a ball hit to the gap and the amount of space that the center fielder and left fielder have oh, yeah. to... That they cover? Yeah, that they no have doubt. to cover. That is funny. I'm sure Stanton thought it was a home run. 
Stanton. You can say that right. Stanton. And I'm still waiting for uh, Kiner Falefa to do anything. Yes. Uh, that's the one home run call. I'm very curious what John comes up with. And he's not been good. Not been great. No. Not been great so he far. But it's early, Jerry. Yeah. It's, it is early. It's only April something, 14th. Yes. Did you see Max Scherzer got into it a little bit with uh, umpire last night? Not really. Night? Adrian uh, I Johnson. saw people write about this. Yeah. No, he didn't. You didn't see uh, You didn't think I it was. I saw the whole uh, inning. That, First uh, of all. He's the one who can't get together with Nito on the signs. So he's bl- he, brushing him off. So Castellanos at one point steps out and calls timeout. No problem. And even Gary says, he goes, that's a smart move by Castellanos. Or maybe it was Keith that says, don't let the pitcher who's struggling with his catcher dictate pace. Something to that effect. I like that. That okay. makes sense. So then throws a pitch. Now he's back on the mound. Again, cannot agree on a pitch with Nito. He calls timeout. Nito comes out, Nito goes back, and now the umpire calls timeout. Hey, Max, get your crap together. That was it. He said something to him. That was the end of it. It was not that big a deal. It wasn't a brouhaha. It was nothing. Hmm. All three of them took a timeout. That's a whole article about it. Why? We got to fill fill columns. Unless they're now, I, in fairness, I watched the first couple of innings. I listened to the next few because I was out and about. Yeah. So unless I missed something beyond that. No, I think that was it. You I mean, saw I saw the that thing. live, and I just thought it was interesting how Castellanos, you know, called the timeout, and I thought Keith's point was was good. And, you know, then the, it's just comical. that they, And they even made the point that this is why you want to use the uh, pitch comm. I'm like, why? He's going to hit fastball. He's going to say no. He's going to hit a curveball. No. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't agreeing with anything Nito was giving him. If I was Nito, I'd be like, I'm the boss. Uh, no, you're Thomas Nito, and he's Max Scherzer. This is a stupid question, possibly. But I'm sure there are other people asking it in their heads as well. Why doesn't the pitcher call the pitches? Uh, do you want to? Uh, I guess you could do that. Hey, here we go. One. Just one. One. Fastball. Because you're kind of telling the batter then, too. I like when the manager calls the uh, the pitches. There's managers that call individual yeah, pitches? Not all, but yeah. Like Joe Girardi, I think, used to call the pitches. He might still for Philly. When it was the Yankees, he used to call the pitches. Because he's a catcher. True. There are some managers that actually call the game. So I always thought that was interesting that you'd have like a a dominant pitcher like a, a Jacob Degrom, and then the Mets might have some you know brand new catcher, and they're they're having that guy tell Jacob Degrom what to do. Well, but it's still the pitcher's decision to accept the sign or not and shake him off. So why can't they shake it off quicker? Like what was Nito and uh, Scherzer having a problem with? It's well, only I'm a handful of pitches. Think. You had a guy, well, for one, if I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to remember now. I think it was first and second when Castellanos was up, I think. So you had a guy on second base. So it's not as simple as one, no, two, no. I mean, you got to oh, go through that the guy whole, could steal signs. Yeah, you got to go through the whole indicator and all that figuring out. where. So it takes a little bit longer, but at the same time. How many pitches does Scherzer throw, for God's sakes? Right. No, no, no. I mean, good. We're going to get to the fork ball soon. I mean, Jesus. I guess give him the fork ball here. <laughs> my God, I'm telling you. If you don't have one, how about, come yeah, I'd up love with to one. say one of the catchers in a situation like that just call timeout, stand up, and pitch what you want. Right. That's what I'd be like. If you had a uh, veteran catcher and a new pitcher, sure. oh, I'd be, oh, I would see, be, in that feel case, like the man. Though, I, I really do think. Let's say you were talking about a catcher, like you say, a Joe Girardi in his last season catching for a rookie pitcher or a second-year pitcher. I don't know that they shake him off all that often. I think you trust the guy that's been around the block for years and years as opposed to Max Scherzer's like, Tomas Nito? <laughs> I'll pitch what I want to pitch. Yeah. I'm not listening to You're you. Thomas Nito. <laughs> I don't impress exactly. me much. we got to take a quick break. It's 536. Uh, Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock on a Thursday on the fan. All right, coming up on a quarter to six, we've gone 40-something minutes. We have not even mentioned the fact that there was almost another, not only not a no-hitter, almost a perfect game yesterday in Minnesota where it was 36 degrees. Why didn't they put a dome on that stadium? Too expensive. A lot of people have said that because it was in, it's incredibly expensive. Isn't it still snow in Minnesota yes. like all summer long? It was long? 36 degrees. Well, no. The summers, from what I've been told, are gorgeous. Beautiful. They're just really short. And it's really cold there. So uh, that was Dodgers were in um, Minnesota? Yes. Correct. 
Jerry, they play in two different leagues. That was Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw. He had a perfect game, yeah? Not he even did. Just a, Seven uh, no innings, either. perfect game. And they yanked him out. Uh, he actually, to be fair to Dave Roberts, he actually took himself out. Are you sure? I'm positive. I heard his I heard his clips. It was just, so he's only the goal was five innings or seventy-five pitches. All right. Because he really hasn't thrown much. Older pitcher coming off numerous injuries, as we know. And they were hopeful of five and seventy-five. So he's perfect through six. And Roberts goes over to him and says, What do you want to do? He goes, I want to go out for the seventh. Goes out for the seventh, comes in 80 pitches. I'm, I'm good. Done. He like, said uh, staying in would be selfish. He did. Well, yes, he said that he said he wanted it more for Austin Barnes, which is nice, I suppose. Who's Austin Barnes? <laughs> what do you mean he wanted it for him? <laughs> he wanted him to catch a perfect oh, game. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, do you have any idea? That Let's play cool. a little trivia with you. Yeah. The no-hitter and perfect game, both broken up with one out in the eighth inning. Mm. Who broke up the no-hitter? On the Twins? No, Al, on the Florida Marlins. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> the Miami Marlins. Uh, no, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not sure I can name a twin right now. Yes, you could. Come on, man. You know him. Give me a first name. No, that will give it away. Give me a last name. No. Oh, give me a position. Catcher. Damn it. He is the Sanchino. Oh, the Sanchino. I forgot he's up there in the Minnesota. He lined a clean base hit to right field is that with right? one out in the eighth inning. Yes. Okay, good. Because I don't like perfect game, no hitters with multiple pitchers. I don't. I, I'd rather not have that. I don't. Hmm. I'm glad to see. I don't Chino know. That's a really interesting question, Eddie. Can you not? Was there ever you. a perfect? Can game? you actually think of a combined combined no hitters numerous times? Many a combined perfect game. Uh, not in my memory. Yeah, me either. I'm. Not, I don't know if it's happened or not. That's an interesting point. Let's huh. have some old dudes call us and let us know. I was there. I, just yeah. Google it. Because there have been, what did I hear game? yesterday? I heard that there have been more perfect, not a lot. Was it 20 perfect games? Oh, I should 23. Know 23 perfect games and only 18 four home run games. Really? In the history oh, of baseball. For, for one player hitting four home runs. Yes. Correct. So there's been not many. And the reason that came up was because Vlad Guerrero was on deck with the three home runs. Oh, man. Might have had a chance at a four home run game, which is rarer than the perfect game. That would have been awesome. You have to groove him a pitch there. Give him the fourth home run. Game's already no, over. No, you're not doing The game wasn't over. Groove his what ass What are you talking about? No, 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 no. So, so far, we're a week into the season or so, and we have not had a no-hitter yet, but, but we've yeah. had we've had no-hit performances. Correct. You, Darvish, with the Padres, and then the next night, ah, I'm blanking out. The Padres had another one the night after that, and then you had Kershaw yesterday with seven perfect innings. Now, uh, Kershaw leaving the game with a perfect game after seven innings ticked off Reggie Jackson, Jerry, and ticked off Fergie Jenkins. Now, let me ask you this. Hall of Famers. Let me ask you this. So, is this right? That's American League. Nah, this can't be right. Oh, whatever. Um, were they upset at Kershaw or at Dave Roberts? Because I feel were, like a lot of people were upset at Dave Roberts for taking him out. Yeah, I think, yeah, well, both. They were upset at Dave Roberts for taking him out, and then they were upset at Clayton Kershaw for leaving and not forcing his way back out onto yeah, the Yeah, no, he was good. He was he was ready to come out. Mm-hmm. Kicking and screaming. They should have showed him kicking and screaming, even if it was all just an act, just to, like that, like as if, as if Clayton Kershaw were charging the mound to fight someone, but he's charging the mound to go out and pitch the eighth, and they're holding him back, Jerry, and a whole group of players are holding, and his jersey's getting ripped as he's making his way, and he and he breaks free from the crowd of players, and he gets on the mound, and he grabs the ball, and then they tackle him, and they pull him out, and then they bring him back to the locker room. Well, you want baseball to be wrestling. Yeah, that would have been you awesome. You know what's so funny about perfect games? So if I'm reading this correctly, there's not been one since 2012. I feel like there has been, but let's just, for the sake of this, what I'm looking at right now, all right, so if I told you Felix Hernandez of the Mariners, King Felix, makes sense. No problem. Yes. Got that one. Roy Halladay, makes sense. Uh, Mark Burley, okay, yes, no I problem. Randy one. Johnson, David Cohn, David Wells, Kenny Rogers, who back in the day with the Rangers was a really good pitcher. Dennis Martinez. I'm all good. These all make sense to me. Boy, there's two in here. Philip Umber. Who did he pitch for? Philip Umber was with the one. Now, he came up as a Met prospect. He was with the White Sox. He threw a perfect game. 
I take. I don't remember that. I take umbrage with that, Jerry. You know what's crazy Philip too? Umbridge, that is there. Oh, shut up. There were three perfect games in 2012. That was a good year. That was the year I remember calling that Jerry the year of the perfect game. <laughs> well, it was. Yeah. Umber, Hernandez, and Matt Kane with the Giants, who also was a very good pitcher. But isn't that some Umber? Oh, and the other one is Dallas Braden. Oh, I remember with the him. A's. I do he was the guy too, if you remember that A Rod ran across his mound. And he did not appreciate no, that. No, he, he did was not punch A Rod right in the face. I feel like we're missing a couple here. But okay. The first perfect game happened when? And do you think it was, this is tremendous? The Walter first, Johnson. You're all right. You're not far off. The first perfect game was Cy Young in 1904. Time of game, one hour, 14 minutes. That's my kind of baseball. Let's I'm get sorry. More, I'm sorry. An hour, 25 minutes. Let's get more perfect games out there. An hour and 25 minutes. No, we need Jerry a perfect game where. The pitcher only throws twenty-seven pitches. <laughs> Every hit's a you know ground what the out or pop out. Statistical probability oh of my that gosh. would be that'd be amazing. Being struck by lightning six times in one day. <laughs> well, there were two in the pre-modern era, also, which is on the official list. So that's why the list is twenty-three, not twenty-one. So for real, we haven't had a perfect game in baseball since twenty-twelve. We're going to get one, this and that year. year there were three of them. We're getting one this year, Jerry. Okay, I'm going to say fine. We're getting one before. Labor Day. I'm going to say we don't get one. All right. So over Shit, under God. a half, I'm taking the under. What, well, would a combined perfect game count? You just you just said they, they don't. They don't. To You're you. right. They don't. Even though they do, I'm I'm with you. Combined no. perfect games don't count. It's got to be a perfect game thrown by one guy. And guess what? This year, I'm not celebrating no hitters. They're not a big deal. I'm not celebrating them. I'm celebrating only perfect games. Only perfect. How about this? Cat, I, I'm, I'm celebrating only perfect games and only inside the park home runs. So Catfish Hunter throws a perfect game in 1968. Twins A's at the Coliseum. How many fans do you think were there? 18,000. <laughs> no. Less? Yes. <laughs> think Ray's attendance. Old Catfish. 12,000. No. You're still quite generous. There was no one there at the game. 6,000 people. Oh. <laughs> Those ticket stubs will be worth something now that people are yes, selling ticket stubs. You're damn right. Yeah. You are damn right. Jerry, Thanks. did you see there this uh, weird uh, situation uh, between uh, a coach on the San Francisco Giants and a coach on the Padres? Yeah, I, I have the audio. Yeah. I just recorded it before I came in, so I'll have it for you hopefully by 8. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe 7.30. I won't have it in time for 6.30. So yes. I guess two days ago there was some sort of uh, the, uh, the San Francisco Giants coach, Anton Richardson, I right. think is how you say his name. He was Yes, they, correct. He accused the Padres coach, Mike Schilt, of yelling an expletive at him that he said reeked of uh, racist undertones. Yeah, so th- this is the weird thing about this. So wh- what was his name, Anton? Uh, Richardson. So Richardson is in the dugout. Schilt comes over, and Richardson basically says, can we help you with something? Because he's looking in the dugout. The way he's describing this, Schilt says, I'm looking for Alex Wood. Okay, I'll help you find Alex Wood. Hey, Woody, Schilt's looking for you. To where Gabe Kapler comes over, as Richardson says, to diffuse the situation. What situation was there? No situation. To where then Schilt says to Kapler, you got to control that mother bleeper. And he says that was uh, as if he were to be controlled or a piece of property enslaved or enslaved. Yeah, I don't think for, well, that's one part of it. The other yeah. part is there was a lot more that must have happened than him coming over and saying, where's Alex Wood? And you've got to control, why would you have to control? He didn't do anything. He was trying to help. Right. Something doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, something. Uh, we're missing some details. So they got together on the field before the game yesterday. They hashed it out. They talked to the media. All's good. They hugged it out and met the media. Jerry, these two guys found peace within one day. Correct. Schultz said he just wants to love everybody. He just wants to love everybody. He All wants right. love for everybody. Something like peace that. I'll have love. the audio coming peace up. Peace and love, Jerry. Peace and love. I like that. I like that this was a... Seemed like it was a, a somewhat of a racial incident, and within one day, Jerry squashed and done. The two men were men. They got together. They hashed it out like men. No one got into a fight with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Look at the clock. Okay. <laughs> Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence on Baker Mayfield. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. All right, well, let's see. The Mets won. The Yankees lost. You've got that. And the Rangers are shut out win. What else? I know you love a good concert, Jerry. I do. But here's one I'm going to guess you're not interested in. Is I it was in a... Atlantic City? No, it's in uh, New York City. Oh, I'm not interested. Uh, John Hinckley, who uh, shot President... John Hinckley? Yeah. Who shot President Reagan. What does that have to do with the concert? He's... Uh, has a sold out concert in uh, in Brooklyn. What? He sings and plays the guitar. Yeah, he's out of jail, Jerry. What do you mean sold out? Sold out. Like eight people? Why would no, anybody go watch him? It holds four hundred fifty people, the venue. He's sold out, Jerry. Boy, our society sucks. The guy tried to kill the president. He did. And we're gonna go watch him sing. It was so long ago, Jerry. It was the eighties. I think that was like eighty nineteen eighty, uh, I think it was. Nineteen eighty? I think it was nineteen eighty. Something 1980. like that. Man, Ronald Reagan got shot and just kept going, Jerry. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.